We live? We live. We live. Welcome back to the Opinion Factory Podcast, the podcast for free thinkers and challenge seekers. Yes, sir. I'm Khalil. I'm Alex. And and last week we talked about the protests, right? And why they felt different about why they felt different from last week, uh, from previous protests, right? You have all these people, all these organizations now stepping up to the forefront. You know, you have Amazon to Sony, you know, Sony PlayStation moving back their conferences five days back in support of Black Lives Matter saying there's more important things going on in video games. And with all with all these organizations and all these people now posting black squares, you have social media influencers posting black squares on Blackout Tuesday in support of Blackout Black Lives Matters. How do we know what's what's real and what's not? How do we how do we know, you know, who's really who's really with us as people and who's just kind of doing this for social media club? Right. A lot of people just I think breaking their silence right now just to say, you know, look, you know, I helped. You know, just so they can tell the kids, you know, you know, back then, you know, when things were going on, I posted a black square, you know, I really made a difference. <laughs> I feel like it's just I feel like it's just to just to save face, to be honest. For a lot of not for everyone, of course, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Because there's celebrities who have been talking about black lives before George Floyd, and that's yeah, my course, that's course. my indicator right there. Yeah. Like, if you haven't spoken about about spoken up about black lives until now, I don't really believe you. Because George Floyd was not the most recent; he was arguably not the worst of these cases. And you should, if you're outraged now, I'm thinking, I'm I'm just I want to know why now. Like, what's so different about this one? You know, it's been plenty of black men, unarmed, compliant, who were killed. Black one, so black I think right now it's just because the country is really making a shift. I feel yeah. like people are trying to cover themselves because a lot of people are making a statement saying silence equals complicity. And so a lot of people are then saying, I don't want to be seen as complicit. So let me be seen as at least non-complicit. Maybe not 100% supportive, but at least not complicit. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's why, you know, you saw a lot of black squares on Freaking the NFL put a black score, I think, on Tuesday. I and I mean, it's cool. I mean, but what what does the posting a black square do, right? And it, like, it kind of defeated the purpose because the black square was supposed to censor any and all posts that were not resources for advancing, you know, the cause for for the movement. But it was kind of counterproductive when people were just posting black squares, and that was it. And so when you go down Black Lives Matter or Blackout Tuesday. All you saw was black squares. You yeah, weren't, you weren't really seeing resources. You weren't really seeing links no, yeah. and petitions and stuff like that. So it became kind of counterproductive because of all these bandwagon jumpers. I want to call them, right? I mean, but at the same time, I mean, you want to take as much support as you can get for the cause. But a lot, a lot of this does seem fake to where the point you have, you know, like people just doing it for call. Like, it, like what did you do? You posted a square, and it's like, oh, that's my activism for the day. Like, is that right. how this social media thing works? I feel that social media has kind of given people the perception that, you know, maybe one post a day is, is doing something. Not even a day, but just one yeah. post. One, one, po- one post every now and then. I, last week I went to a, I went to a protest. And it was, in, it was in Franklin Park in Boston. We marched past, my, we marched past the old high school blind academy. Watched, we marched past the police station in Roxbury 
to all the way past Ruggles. That's the truth, bro. Oh, bro, we walked to we walked to back <laughs> we walked to Back Bay and then oh, back man. to downtown. Right, so it just gave me a different perspective. You know, anyone that's not from Boston or doesn't know the areas I'm talking about, it ended up being probably like four hours of walking. Right, it was four hours of walking, and you took like short stops at a police station to make a point. And it just gave a different perspective, you know, to to see like what is actually putting in groundwork, you know, and then what is just, you know, let me put the laziest amount of effort I could for lack of a better word, the laziest or least amount of effort in something. Right. And feel like I'm doing something. You know, right. when I was out there marching for four plus hours, it not only gave me a purpose that like, yeah, now I'm like, you know, now I'm here, now I'm pulling up on people, now we're like making our presence felt. It also put into perspective of of what people that were marching like every day, every week. Go through. You no, know, like twenty mile march. Man, I was I was dead. My legs were sore. My my arms were tired from carrying my my camera bag around the whole time. And it's like imagine people doing this that were really like the ones that are on the forefront doing this like fifty years ago, right? Right? And it's crazy for me to think, you know, for me to think that now posting a black square or now making a post every now and then or retweeting or sharing something on Facebook is really gonna make that much of a difference. Right. So the social media activism isn't enough if it's only on social media. Yeah, and there's and there's ways. Not all social media activism is created the same, right? There's people who are very active and very forth, to the forefront about it. You know, they're always sharing posts about certain causes that they believe in. You know, and bringing that awareness is always key. But once people have awareness, what are you doing now besides adding more awareness? You know, it right. comes to a, like now. By now, most people are aware. You know, so what is constantly trying to if get you, more people to be aware doing? If you're if you're going to use social media, this is to the the viewers, if you're going to use social media, it's okay to make your posts. It's okay to put the black square, but post resources, post links to petitions. You know, yeah. Post links to books or you know articles that people can read up on and become more informed and show them ways because you can become more involved and make a difference without going to marches, without going to protests. That's not the only way, right? It's, def- it's definitely not the only way. You could you know talk to your city councilman, you know your local government body, make calls exactly. One thing I don't want to do is either, like I don't want to shame people for being social media activists, but like there's there's more work to do. And then on top of that, like I for myself, I didn't post on Blackout Tuesday. I didn't even post a black score on Blackout Tuesday, right? Same, yeah. And it's because like like look at us, right? We have this platform. We talked about police brutality on here like what at least like five or six times. I think so. Right? We had conversations. We had a couple episodes dedicated to it, and then we brought it yeah. up in different episodes as well. Yeah, we've had conversations with many people trying to try and bring different narratives, and then we have, like, conversations with police officers coming up on the, on the platform as well. So it's like – and that's not just for us, I'm saying. But I'm saying I saw, I saw a post by somebody who's been a social media uh, – social justice activist, you know? Like, I would never feel mm. comfortable calling myself a social justice activist. I'm just, like, an influencer or, or awareness guy, right? We have a mm-hmm. platform to do that type of stuff. But you have these people that are already putting in the groundwork, you know, and now they're like, oh, just because I didn't post on Blackout Tuesday, people are trying to come from my neck. You understand yeah, I don't what I'm like saying? That. You yeah. know, like, I don't like that. Like, there's people, like, you, you're not going to always be able to see what people are doing. And I think, you know, silence is definitely, definitely like an indicator, like, who supports you. But you also have to be careful because you don't know who's actually putting in the groundwork behind the scenes. Right. Like, I think I saw this post, well, 
Kanye hasn't really made a statement on this as far as I know, but he was yeah. out there protesting it. Like there's video footage of him in the, in the marches. And yeah. it's like, people might've seen like, yo, what, what, what's Kanye saying about this? He was supporting Donald Trump. He was saying all this shit about slavery was a choice, all that stuff. So maybe, and his silence right now must mean that he doesn't really care about black people. Yeah. He didn't make any statements, but there he is in the ground putting in that work. And so we can't really just look at social media. That's the thing. You know what I mean? And another thing I want to say is that we're looking at social media to see if people care, right? But at the same time, I want to say like, at this point, I don't really care if you care as long as it's just not only social media that you're trying to make a difference on. Like if, yeah. if like if, like, what was it? Was it Papa John's who made that racist statement a couple of years ago? If he came out right now, and to save his company's like image, he donated to like a bunch of HBCUs, a bunch of black owned, you know, companies, a bunch of all that. I don't, I know he doesn't care. I don't care if he cares at this point, but he's giving us that money though. You know what I mean? But <laughs> we're actually getting something that we can use. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's, that's the difference between that and just social media activism. With social media activism, we're not really getting much that we can use. But if, if you don't care, but you're still giving us money, I'll be fine with that too. You know what I mean? Like The weekend was, was calling out the music industry. Mm -hmm. I saw a post about that. He was like, uh, I think it was Sony and Universal Records and all that stuff. It's like, yo, black culture has been feeding you guys for a long, long time. I need y'all to step up and make a statement, make a difference on this stuff. And a lot of people were saying, nah, don't force them to do something that they don't want to do. Let them just show their true colors. I'm like, let them show their true colors, but at the same time, force them to give us what they, what they owe us at this point. I'm, I'm going to say that they owe us this at this point. Yeah. We gave them their success. So I don't really care if you care about us, but pay us though. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm fine with that because that's not just social media. That's giving us something we can use. And at that point, I don't care for really for it's just, just give us something we can use. And I don't it's, think that's so bad. No, and it's definitely interesting. You know, there's been, the thing I can appreciate over, over the last few weeks is there's been more conversations. Like, you know, my job has been having, like trying to do more diversity training and, I'm sure there's many other people's jobs doing the same. Uh, there's been, you know, like the high school we used to go to, I know there's been a lot of conversations people have been having about the racism or sexism they may have faced at the school. So yeah. I think ha I think having these conversations is important. I really appreciate that now it's come to the forefront. But I'm just, I, I have a a worry that, you know, once people go back to normal life, once people, you know, go back to you know, go back to work, maybe after everything settled down, it was like, is that it for you? You know, like, I don't know if that's good enough. Like, will that be good enough for you? If people was like, all right, I did my part. Now I'm done. I'm going back to my no. life. And no, no, you, no, no. And that's kind of how you know who's really fucking with you. You know what I mean? Like we said in the last episode too, that there is those people that just have so much other stuff going on. Like, can they really right. afford I mean, to like, keep giving? Keep what, giving I'm, what, I'm, what I'm thinking about is like, okay, the, you know, things go back to normal. You said that you support Black Lives Matter, and now you're back at work, and this person's up like, you know, I don't really like black people. I, I just, I can't help it. You know, I don't like them until like I talk to them, and then when I talk to them, they give me a reason to like them. Then I like them, but up until then, like I just, you know, and then at first, like, yeah, I get it. Like me, that's that's totally me. Like, what are you gonna do at that point? That's what I'm looking for. Are you gonna are you gonna check them? You're gonna be like, all right, I guess that's just them. If you if you if you let that ride, you didn't really fuck with us. And that's what I'm talking about by after things go back to normal, still stand up and still make that change. And that's how you know who's fucking with you. And you don't have to be processing all the time to really make that change. It happens on a personal level as well. 
like think about this. I looked it up. I could be wrong. Yeah. I couldn't find any businesses that are openly against Black Lives Matter, except like the police and Fox News, right? I couldn't find any like. <laughs> hey, do you remember when you remember when gay marriage was legalized? And yeah. like, you know, cake shops, like, you know, we stand against this. We, this is against our beliefs. And they openly took a stand against this movement. Yeah. But there's really no one doing this for Black Lives Matter right now that I could find. And I'm thinking, there's clearly people against this. And I know for a fact that a lot of them own companies. So why are there no companies openly against this? It's because it's the individuals. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that plays a big part in it too. So you can't, when you see people talking like that, you can't just let it slide. You can't just think, let's go after these companies and then yeah, let's, you know, that's it. Let's, we did our job. You got to look at these individuals as well and do your part when that opportunity arises. I mean, for sure. But if we compare it to like the, the gay marriage thing, you know, that, that's a tricky one. Like it's always tough making those comparisons. But if you, if you make those comparisons, you know, you always say, oh, people evolve over time. You know, are you giving that same liberty to people who are against Black Lives Matter? It's like, oh, thus they saw the error of their ways, you know, where they thought black yes, people were criminals. That's something, yes, and, that's something. That's something I appreciate a lot. And I saw I saw this on social media as well. Uh, there was a, an explanation of why saying all lives matter goes against saying Black Lives Matter because, like, there was an artist, a Russian artist that I follow on Instagram, and he posted his support and he put the hashtags Black Lives Matter. Hashtag all lives matter. And all the comments like the comments like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't just put those two together. You know what I mean? Mm. Like here's why all lives matter goes directly against Black Lives Matter in this context. And a lot of people are like, you know what? I used to say all lives matter and now I get why that's wrong. And that's what I love to see. Like I don't okay. I don't I don't mind that stuff. And now if Papa John's and Fox News comes out and say, you know, we've seen the error of our ways, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like so you're not giving. I mean, yeah, it, it's hard to give people the the. So so, is there any space for people to evolve over time? Though that's why I'm asking you. Like, if if you're somebody out there, like if a person, I don't want to say used to be a racist, right? But let's say they were just comfortable letting a lot of stuff slide. And now they don't let that stuff slide. Are you gonna like? Are you gonna be willing to accept that? Like this person changed. This yeah. person's for my cause now. Oh, but what if they did used to be a racist then too? That's what I got asked. Like for both situations, where they weren't a racist or they were a racist, they just let a lot of stuff slide that was that they knew I think wasn't we spoke okay. About this before, right? Like I, I remember I gave the example of like, uh, let's say this white woman was a racist and she would just make racist comments to her friends and then she would say error for ways. Yeah, I would give her a second chance. If this white woman owned a bank and she made it a habit of declining black applicants for mortgages and stuff like that, and then she wants to talk about I've seen the error of my ways, I'd have a harder time forgiving that one. You know what I mean? Because our actions in the past have directly, you know, ruined a lot it's, of people's lives potentially. It's not even about it's not even about forgiving them. It's about would you be willing to work with them going forward? You know, would you be willing to, like, go to that bank? I, I'm happy you chose the bank. Would you be go, willing to go back to that bank if they offered you, like, you know, hey, we realized the error of our ways. You know, here's a – we're now giving all black and brown applicants of people who Ooh. were denied a 3%, a a 3% savings increase on their savings accounts. You know, things like that. Would you be willing to go back there? Because that you now it seems like the, even even if it is disingenuous, like yeah. 
even if it even if it is disingenuous where you know they might not even care or you feel like they don't care. Yeah. But it's like a mutual it's a mutual benefit it's mutually beneficial though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough because I was mad. I was mad at a very similar example to that before. Yeah. And I've said it here on this podcast. It was when the Asian nail salon in New York beat up this black girl and her grandmother. And there was like this massive movement for the longest while, you know, boycott this, this, this nail salon. They don't love us. They just love our money. I think it was like the next week they had to sell 50% off everything and black people just flooded in. And I was like, damn. Like, yeah, what do we that's stand a, for, bro? That's like, a general you know what I mean? stand, though. You know, if I was those people, I wouldn't be going back to it. But what if it was like a, a stand, if it was like a, especially for your, like black people? Though? That's racist, isn't it? Like, if you're white, you don't qualify. <laughs> it's not if you're white, you don't qualify. It's like for a company that had past transgressions. You know, it's like a makeup thing for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, the bank one where we used to redline these people, we didn't give them. Our bank denied all black applicants, or 95% of them. Now is a sorry for doing that. We will allow okay. those applicants to come in on a special promotion. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Because they probably needed the most. Because yeah, we want to make up for it. I that's that's tough, bro. I don't. I will go to them last. Like I will go to them after I've gone to all my other black-owned banks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I if I got something extra, I guess I'll go to you. But you definitely not get in priority. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to you. I'll like keep an eye on you. I'll probably like support you, shout you out every now and then, but I, I'll be very, very, very hesitant to give you my money over other alternatives, like especially companies who's never crossed me and my people. No, that, that is fair. But like, I, I think it's just a valid question. Like what, it is. what is the evolution we allow people to have over <clears throat> our society? Like, we live in a society where people get fired for like, old tweets and like all you know, like comments they made ten years ago. Now imagine the mistakes you made 10, 15 years ago. Right, but the some, thing some, is, and not all mistakes are created equal. Don't don't get it twisted, right? Like saying like, of life doesn't matter is not even close to, you know, saying that's so like, gay back in two thousand nine. Yeah, it's not it's not close to the same thing. You know, both can be wrong, but it's not the same type of mistake. So where do you go with those people now? Because I, you know, there was something interesting that happened uh, with. I'll, I'll just generalize. There's something interesting that happened with a former colleague of ours, right? We'll, we'll call him a colleague, right? Okay. And and we attend school with this person, and then they find out they made, like, a lot of racist remarks online, right? Yeah. And and openly, too. And in, not in 2012. It's, like, 2020, like, with everything going on. Like making, <laughs> make, Yeah, making, <laughs> making racist remarks online. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that I worry about, right? Now he gets called out, and let's say this individual does lose his job, right? He gets called out, say he loses his job. Is that going to make this person any less racist? Like, are they ever going to evolve into a better person now? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I make you lose your job, lose your livelihood because of belief you held, aren't you just going to deeper entrench yourself in that belief? It's like, oh, it's like, Maybe, oh, man. But now, but now you're not really in a position to exercise that belief over people. You know what I mean? That, not, that, not, we're, not, we're not trying to change his mind about being racist. We're just trying to put him out of a position where he could actually exert that racism on people like in real life. And that's what we cared about. Uh, okay, that is like fair. I, I wouldn't my, really expect him to become less racist. Okay, so expect him to become there's racist. no evolution for these people that post racist things online or say racist things in real life. That's what I'm saying. Like The evolution doesn't happen by being outed, I don't think. You don't think so? I don't think it happens by being outed because... Like, I mean, it could, like, logically you could think, but 
racists aren't really logical. But logically, you could think that, you know, I'm not being outed by black people. I'm being outed because I've held this archaic and harmful belief for so long. And now that I see society has moved on and I don't really belong in the society anymore. And so if I want to belong, I better check myself. That's never going <laughs> to <laughs> right, I, was, I, was, I was wondering what's going on here, bro. I don't think that's going to happen. All these, all these people turning to Aristotle and Shakespeare all of a sudden with soliloquies about how racism and injustice is wrong. And I've seen her in my ways now. Nah, that's something that I do not, that's, that's like a one in like a 10 million things that happen, right? Yeah. Even. But what happens, so what happens to those people though? Because there's a decent amount of them though, right? Now they're, now they're, it's now wonderful. they're just not. Now they're now not, they're just not open to... about it, though. That's that's the thing. They're just not open about it now. They still they're exist, open. and right. a lot of them won't change. You know, so that, now they can't the do anything about it. It's different from being racist and saying racist things to your family, and being racist and killing a man in broad daylight because you're in a position of power to be able to do that and get away with it. No, I, yeah, that is that is that is true. That and is that's true. what we're trying to avoid. We're not trying to change these people's minds. We just don't want to be able to, like you know, let's say like, police officers, prime example. If you're racist, you shouldn't be a cop. Yeah. And when we out you and you lose your job and you lose your pension as you should, right? It's not because we're trying to say, hey, you know, don't hate us anymore. We're trying to say, yo, you're a piece of shit. You don't deserve this position. So what what do they do though? Like I don't want to defend I'm not like I don't want to defend these I don't... people. But then what happens, like, you know, I, I've seen some documentaries, I've I've listened to like a lot of like how people become radicalized, you know, Hidden Brains on a couple good episodes on this, and so has a, a few other podcasts and documentary series on this. <clears throat> the way a lot of people become radicalized into forming like neo-Nazi beliefs or heavy an anarchy or terrorist beliefs is that they're loners, right? Or they become ostracized by society, and now they go find the group that makes them feel like they belong to a community. Right. So do you not have that? Like, I feel like I kind of have that fear. Not, not that it might happen with like this, our colleague. Right. But all right. these people that get outed now are going to form, are going to go to some group. And then that group. But how much power does that group have? Depends. You know, it, it could depend. How much power does the police have? You know, like how much power does anybody? Like, it just depends on where they're able to form and what, what jobs they're able to infiltrate. I see what you mean. And that's a valid affair. Um, but I still think it's worth it. I still think it's worth it to out these people, excuse me, to out these people. And, and I, I know a lot of people right now are outing the people showing fake support. Like I remember I saw this, this video, again, it's just on social media, this video on social media, this woman, she must've been some kind of influencer or something. She went to a site where they were boarding up the windows of a store. Yeah. As the guy who was boarding up the windows to borrow his power drill, pretend like she was doing the one who's pretend like she was boarding up the windows, had some guy snap a picture of it. She gave the guy back the power drill, hopped in a hopped in a Benz or something, and drove away. <laughs> right. And when we when I saw this, like all the comments were like, you know, you know, what's her name? What's her school? What's her job? You know, what I mean, like ready to ready to like uh... to like rip into this woman, right? And I'm like, like yeah, it's a, like it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, you showing fake support, but like for that particular example, yeah, <laughs> like how harmful was it? And that's something I want to talk about. Like how harmful is is like this fake support that we're seeing? Like why is it that we want to bring attention to this? Why should we call oh, it out? It's ex it's extremely harmful because it gives 
it just shows that the pressure that's being applied now, like there's been a lot of great things that's come from the pressure that's been applied. The police officer has been charged, right? The Derek Chauvin's been charged with a uh, second degree murder now. His his murder count went from third to second, mm-hmm. right? The other three officers have been charged, but mm-hmm. the details around their charges are still less loose. The reopening of Breonna Taylor's case mm-hmm. has been uh, has happened recently, and then you have other police departments saying they're going to defund the police, mm-hmm. which will be a completely separate episode. But what it just yeah. means. Or what people are saying when they mean defund the police is just giving these guys less weapons to attack you with. That, mm-hmm. That's what the, the prime argument for defunding the police is. So you could see how much the activism has worked and how much the support has worked. The problem with the fake activism is now it makes it seem like there's more people supporting than there actually is. Mm-hmm. Right? So now if I'm supporting this cause, Let's say I'm doing like a fundraiser and everyone's for, let's say like everyone's for a go, everyone's going vegan, right? Everyone's going vegan. Let's say 95% of people are like, I have a thing like 95% of people are vegan now. Just a random example, not attack mm-hmm. on vegans. 95% of people are vegans now and I'm doing this fundraiser and, and this, we're having an event in Boston. Let's go march for veganism. And then come to show, there's like five people there. <laughs> You know, like that, that's the danger that fake, that fake support has. Cause when push comes to shove, you know, all the people you thought had your back, they're nowhere to be found. So now you think all these lawmakers are getting calls and all these legislators are about to pass in new bills. And the change and, you think is gonna, is happening is really not happening at all. Yeah, Cause they feel no pressure. Cause the numbers you thought you had aren't, aren't there. It was just all fake love. Right. And it's also like the, the, the chance of, you know, or the, the, the reality of the fact that a lot of people supporting Black Lives Matter right now, they might just be interested in the Black dollar. And that could be keeping the money Man. away from Black-owned businesses where it arguably should be going if it's coming from Black people, right? 100%, man. There's been, like, like I said, there's, there's always opportunities in crisis. There's always opportunities in crisis. Some people will find good opportunities. Some people will find bad opportunities, right? Example of a good opportunity was, you know, the housing crisis and, and like, the residential crisis of 08. And Airbnb was founded. So people were able to, you know, instead of buying, instead of going to expensive hotels, right? Mm-hmm. That's, this is around the time, roughly around the time. Instead of spending, like, $100 at a hotel, you could just go to Airbnb and spend like 44 a night in someone's right. house, right? And there's other, there's other opportunities where people are just going to loot and loot businesses when people are trying to protest and make change. So there's always opportunity and crisis. And all these companies are seeing the crisis going on in the world right now. And they're looking at like, hmm, how can we I capitalize? I look like I support these people. Yeah. They might just me their money. How can we capitalize on this? We talked about this last week. But the, the NFL one, I'll just never get over that. Like, the, just, just a nerve, man. The, the, really the nerve of the NFL. I want to get to that later. I want to get, I want, I'm yeah. definitely going to get to that, bro. But another thing that I want to bring about, uh, talk about, bring up when it comes to like the harms of all these people showing fake support, what came to my mind when I thought about this was how we're, we're going to end up putting the wrong people in stewardship of our rights, of our race. And that that's to say... Let's say this politician comes out saying, I love black people. 
They're amazing. Uh, I have this hot sauce in my bag. (laughs) Right? Don't you love me now? Is it working? We say, oh my God, (laughs) they have hot sauce in their bags. They must love us. And so they don't really fuck with us, but they're showing fake support to the point where we think that they really do. And so we give them our support. They become our mayor, our governor, our state representative, and then they fuck us over. You had that episode last week of Amy Klobuchar, whatever her name is, Democrat. Yeah. Like to her office, refused to prosecute this guy with 17 complaints of police brutality against him. Does she really fuck with us? Or did she pretend like she did just so that she can get to the position that she wanted and then keep this guy in a position where he ended up taking the life of an innocent black man? Oh yeah, these these politicians are are definitely the guiltiest of, of doing this this fake support. I mean it's how they gain power, right? You just go everywhere, pretend you care about their causes. And then you just go do who knows what once you're in the office. So I, I definitely think that's definitely one of the biggest dangers of the fake support. Like uh, today or yesterday, the DNC, no, excuse me, the Democrats on Capitol Hill all took a picture of like them doing a taking a knee mm-hmm. for the George Floyd thing. I was marching and they were like, people were telling cops to take a knee. I'm like, you guys look like idiots right yeah, now. Yeah, no. You guys no. look like idiots. The same people. Oh, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to take a knee. They took a knee, man. They're with us now. They're with you. Yeah, cool. They're not, they're not going to kill you anymore. Bro. They're not going to harass you. They won't. You'll never get harassed by a cop. They took a knee. That's yeah. what's going to happen. It's just so It's just so foolish to think, like, these things aren't follow-ups or these things aren't have ulterior motives. Right. How many so, posts did you see about, like, police taking a knee and then an hour later, they tear gas the whole park? The fact tear gas is legal is a whole nother, whole nother problem. This woman died from it, bro. Yeah, no, honestly. Straight up. So you have... And then there's the other problem, like, related to that, where it's like... Like, related to the politician example, it makes the enemy of our cause kind of get away with it at the same time. You know what I mean? Get away with being the enemy. Like, think about, like... Like, think about, like, people who sponsor the Tucker, Tucker Carlson show. I don't know if you know who Tucker Carlson is. For those at home who don't know who he is, he's a Fox News reporter, pundit, whatever he is, he talks on Fox News. And <laughs> he's been shitting on Black Lives Matter, calling black people thugs every chance he gets. But look at his sponsors. Disney, T-Mobile, Papa John's, you know, Johnson & Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Those people came out, those, those companies came out saying, we support black lives, but then they sponsored Tucker Carlson. Are we going to really look at the fact that they're supporting Tucker Carlson when they say that we support black lives? We probably, we probably missed that part. Because we're like, yo, they support us. They're with us now. But really on the low, they're getting away with a lot of shit that goes completely and directly against what we're doing. And that's one of the major harms with this fake support. Like, that's why we got to call that stuff out, bro. Like, we can't let that shit slide. No, it's a, it's a good point. But I think that's just a... You know, we've got Carl saying it's a casualty of the what's going on, but that, that might just be that. I think that's a casualty of of capitalism, and that's why people get so upset with capitalism sometimes. Is I mean, businesses just gonna go wherever the money goes, right? So you have businesses that go where the money goes, and Tucker Carlson. Look out you, for those people. I don't know if I fuck with those businesses. You say that now, bro, but I saw you watching Endgame last year. You know, <laughs> you're still watching these Marvel movies. You're right. You're still gonna do that. So well, we spoke about that too. Bro. Like. I would have been okay if Endgame was a little bit more trash if it was some other company making it. Man, you say that you say that now in hindsight, but I don't know. That's kind of it's, 
I hundred percent agree. I hundred I hundred percent agree with you. You know, like these these businesses that are going out. Right, that's why I'm talking about the end. The NFL thing really got me hot. Where yeah, we can talk about that. Like you want to talk about like the the statement that they came out that that, that platitude. Yeah, man. Like it, it was just it was just a joke, man. Well, I, I could put it on the screen again, but they were just saying, oh, they should have support. Like the commissioner came out, right? The commissioner recently came out and said we were wrong and not listening to Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Just a nerve, like another and other players. They didn't. Like, they didn't say that. They didn't say Kaepernick's name, did they? I believe they. I believe they did, but I'll correct it if they? I'm wrong. I, be, I believe. I don't think they really directly apologized to Kaepernick. I think they said that we were wrong to uh, silence like players. Oh yes, we were wrong to not listen to protests. Excuse me. Yes, you're right. You're right. I don't you're think right. they mentioned Kaepernick's yeah, name. We were, not, we were wrong to not listen to protests, and meanwhile, there's still. And and even and the other thing was even other players are now willing to put their neck on the line by saying we're going to take a knee. Mm. Like Adrian Pierce is like, oh, now there's going to be a lot more players <laughs> taking knees. Yeah, now like, that it's safe. Where was this energy, you know, when other people were still dying? Like, Trayvon Martin ago. still died. Right. Or if you want to do, like, Eric Garner still died. Mike Brown still died. Philando Castile still died at the hands of police before all these things happened. Right? So the... And so now those are people that you were talking about, like who are on the sidelines waiting until it's safe so that they can be activated. Yeah, but my my concern, or not even my concern, my, my problem with the the whole, you know, now we attack Disney or whatever. Disney can Disney's not essential to living, right? But right. Disney still is like, can they can they do both? Right? They, they're kind of playing both sides of the fence. Can they do that though? Right? Can they support Black Lives Matter while still sponsoring Tucker Carlson? Like, does is that possible? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. Logical but at sense. the end of the day, they're just going for whatever the, the money's at. That's what companies do, though. You know, like. And so that's what we're giving our money to. Disney's big because we give them money. That's what we're giving our money to. When in reality, they're sponsoring propaganda against us. Like, if we were to find out, like, if we were to now take our money to the uh, Tyler Perry studio. You know, he started his own Hollywood studio, his own movie studio. If we took out our dollars there, he might have done. He might not have done Endgame, but if we took our dollars there, man, and made him how big. many, how many more Medea movies you want, fam? With more money, you can do different types of movies. All right, that dude's a billion, He's a billionaire, bro. With more money, he's not Disney billionaire though. That bro, I want to hear Disney, it, bro. <laughs> I don't want to see Medea goes to goes fishing like for the thirtieth time, man. Come can on. Imagine like a CGI Medea. More, that's what know. that's what probably what we get. But anyways, Tyler Perry won't want that man. He won't dress That's up. just an example though. <laughs> <laughs> he want he want to be with Dia, bro. I don't do that. Don't do that. Man. If we were to go to his studio, give him his money, now he can make his his he can make his Medea movies, but now he can also make sci-fi movies. He can make you know rom coms like he does. He can. He make can. They might be trash. Historical movies, it, but it might not be because with a with a big enough budget, he, he has a big writers. enough budget, fam. He doesn't have Disney's budget though. But he has a big man. Budget is crazy. You seen his you studio? The you saw how many CGI. people came out to his studio? His studio party? Yeah, black people, right? But can he hire the amount of CGI and you know animation animators, programmers that made Endgame to make one of his movies? If he if he wanted to step out the box and do something radical, like you I mean, don't know, Medea could have been his tickets at the top, so that once he got probably, to the top, he can do like some real like like groundbreaking shit. We don't know that. He probably could have. I mean, a movie is a movie is a gamble in itself, right? You fund the thing, you have your budget, and you just hope the ticket right, but, sales. But can he fund it? Cover the budget. Can yes, he, he fund like fund a it. Disney level, bro? 
think Tyler Perry could have been anything with the same production quality, the same production value? You don't think Tyler Perry could get $300 million movies funded, bro? Not alone with just his money, his studio money, but other investors? You don't think that could happen? $300 million might not be enough to make Endgame, bro. I'm about to look up Endgame budget right now. I don't need Endgame from Tyler Perry, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Perry don't make Endgame. Oh, wait a minute. What I'm saying is when you... The budget was 356 million. That's not as much as I thought it was. Yeah, so you can even do like Guardians of the Galaxy. You don't think Tyler Perry could get $200 million movie funded, bro? You don't think he could do that right now? Be honest with yourself. You, you might have a point. You're right. You're right, you're right. So that's what I'm saying when we talk about, <laughs> when we talk about these companies. These companies are always going to chase a dollar. So I'm not going to be like, oh, Disney supports Black Lives Matters now because back when it was controversial or back when it was, you know, more politicized, they were like, nah, 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 we're not going to get involved. But now it's become the popular thing. Now they want to do that. I'm not going to... Me, myself, I'm just not going to look to Disney's like, oh, they're they're the ones that are looking out for me now. You know? Right. That's the same thing with Amazon, too. Jeff Amazon was... There's a viral post about Jeff Amazon talking about how he... Like, some somebody somebody emailed him and they were like, oh, you support Black Lives Matter. No, all life matters. Duh, duh. They were going off against... And he's like, oh, we're comfortable losing you as a customer. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. That's great. Oh, Jeff Amazon's like, we support Black Lives Matters. But then how do you say you support Black Lives Matters when you treat your employees like trash? And that's the thing that people are getting away with. They're not seeing the bigger picture. There's a but bunch is he doing of black that because kids. they're black, though? No, they're not doing it because he's black. But if he did support black lives, he would not treat them in the way that they're being treated right now. Like right now, like, like you can like say he doesn't support poor lives. I don't know if he doesn't. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. But it's it's not. When you say you support the life, what do you mean? Like, what do you support when you support a black life? You know, that's like, a good question. What's, what's, what is support? saying that we don't deserve to die or like especially if you're in a position of power right if you're a company if you're a company and and there was a one of dave chappelle's co-creators actually uh he he put a message out not too long ago and we'll we'll probably put it in here so you guys can see you want to help black people hire them hire them if you're in a position to change the color of your staff. You gotta do it, otherwise shut the f- up. If you're a talk show host and you're doing woke monologues every night, your writer's room better have some f-ing black faces in it. Because otherwise, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear how f-ing woke you are. But meanwhile, oh, we need to do more work with that. Go do the f-ing work or shut up. You have a talk show, hire black writers. But to summarize, what he said was like, you have all these people bragging about how woke they are, how great their business is, right. how woke they are, whatever they do. And then they'll be talking about how woke they are, talk about black issues, and I have no black people here. Like, how does right. that make sense? How does and that you were saying, sense? if you really want to support, change the color of your work environment. If yeah. you can hire black people, hire black people, treat and, them well, pay and, them well, right? And I want to be careful. I don't want people just to hire black people just because of. They're black, black right? right? I don't want that to happen. But if you're doing things focused around black causes or urban music or urban culture, then it would make sense to have black people involved in that department team. 
And when you oh, don't, you have things happen like what happened with H&M maybe when you have a black boy with a, with a sweater saying cool as monkey in the jungle. If any right, yeah. black no. was in a position of power in that company, I don't think that would have went through. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. What does it mean to support black lives? Like Jeff Amazon has that great statement. And I, I, we might get in trouble because I, I don't want to just – it's not just Jeff Amazon. He's just – Amazon's the richest guy in the world. It's just really easy because most people know his name. Right. If that's the case, if you support these Black Lives Matter, then wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you support the people who work for you better instead of paying? Like, you know what I'm saying? If, if, you're, yeah. in position, if you're in the position of power, if I'm like, something Sorry, matters to me, right? Mm -hmm. And then I have those same people that I say matter to me, when I, when I make sure that those people who matter to me are in positions to succeed and, and follow in their life? Right, like uh, Bernie Sanders did this when he was running. His campaign workers were working really, really long hours, and he made sure that, you know, they were paid accordingly, that the women were paid the same, I think. No, yeah. it came out that the women were being paid less, but he wasn't aware of it. And I think once he was made aware of it, he fixed that, because I don't know if he was in charge of the payroll, probably had someone doing that, but, like, he made that effort to make sure that he was fighting for equality for women, but then the women who worked for him were also treated equally as well. And so I think that's what you're talking about, how Jeff Bezos is talking about Black Lives Matter, but these Black Lives working for me, I can still treat them like shit. I say I support Black Lives, but I'm not really supporting the Black Lives that I can actually support. The yeah, Black that, Lives that I'm a stewardship of. And that's the thing. Regard. So it's like, what does that support mean? And that kind of goes to a bigger <clears throat> picture. Like, you know, there's fake support, but then what does support actually mean? You know, does it mean that, you know, you want us to stop getting killed and police brutality, which is great. You know, I think it goes back to what I mentioned earlier when I was saying, like, even after the protests are done and you're in your, your normal life and you yeah. see an opportunity to step up and defend black people, you know, check your family members, check your coworkers, you know what I'm saying? Check your children, check your classmates, check your peers. Like, that's what it means to support black lives however you can. And if you're in a position where you can hire people, if there's a black applicant and you're doing things for, like, the urban community, like if you're a universal records or something like that, you know, why not hire a black person? Like, who knows more about, like, you know, what the what, what, what Compton, you know, music listeners like more than a guy from Compton? You know what I mean? Oh, exactly, exactly. Like, exactly. that kind of thing. Like, why hire some guy from, from Beverly Hills to tell you, like, how to market to, you know what I mean? Like, no. sure, he would know. Sure, he could know. But why not give that person the opportunity when you know the black person has a lot less opportunities? Like that's like that's that that's the kind of thing we're talking about when we say support black lives. Yeah, you always want to get the best people for your job, but they just think that logically makes sense. Right. You know, if if I if I'm especially if I'm targeting a certain demographic on top of that. So like people like those, like it's the ones in power, if they have that power, like what does supporting black life mean to you? Like does it mean hey, we're just that interpersonal thing, you know, defending black people, or does it mean I'm gonna go down, go out, potentially go out of my way to fight some of the barriers and oppression that people face? You know, yeah, whether it's, like police brutality is like an easy one to see, you know, but what about things like housing and redlining that still exists right. right now? You know, that those are the those are the things that we have to look at. Like, what does Black Lives Matter actually mean to people? And that's what we look at when we try to determine who's really, who's showing real support, who's really, who's really fucking with us, who's, oh, me, yeah. who's really messing with us. Like, what do they do once this is done? And what are they even like, what extent are they going to right now? Like, I want to talk about like the businesses that we know are really for us right. and the ones that we know are really like, don't really fuck with us, even though they say they do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, prime example of the businesses who don't really mess with us, like they say they do, is the NFL. Yeah, no, facts. Use facts. my language, fuck those guys. 
Like, <laughs> honestly, bro. Bro, people are just talking about boycotting right now until Kaepernick's in the league. I'm like, y'all should have been boycotting once that whole Fox. thing. Fox. I boycotted NFL like three years ago, bro. I should have been happy. I haven't watched, Fox, I haven't watched the game in a minute. Like, that, that thing was like, they didn't even, like, address Kaepernick himself. And you know that's the person that you should have been addressing if you wanted to sound sincere in that apology. Yeah, no, you know yeah, I mean? you did. Yeah, you oh, we listen to our players more. Yeah, you should have listened. And they would have never plays a black. And they would have never released that statement if it wasn't for a video being dropped the day before of a bunch of NFL players saying, "I am George Floyd." They, they, the black players came out with their statement first, and then the NFL commissioner came out with his freaking empty ass, sorry ass platitude, talking about you should have listened Man. to who, when, Man. why, like say that. You know what I mean? Like fuck, fuck out, bro, stop it. <laughs> stop it. But. On a positive note, man, on a positive note, shout out to Ben and Jerry's. Oh, fact. I was going to mention them. Like, that's who we know really rocking with this shout, right shout now. Out, <laughs> shout out to Ben and Jerry's, man. Let me tell you right now. I'll have a six-pack right now if I didn't love ice cream so much. All right, man? I, ice cream ice cream's my killer, bro. And shout out they, to Ben and Jerry's. They took away your six-pack. Do they really care about black lives? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But if you haven't heard. They, they care about not keeping me hungry, man. That's what I said, man. <laughs> If you haven't heard, the, the, the co-founders of Ben and Jerry were just arrested at protests. Like they they really they really out here, bro. And I I believe in they they didn't make any sorry ass, quick ass statement. They had a whole like long ass statement, you know, silence is complicity, silence is not an option, all that stuff. You love to see it. They said it, they went out, they protested, they meant it. They're cool in my eyes, bro. Yeah, shout out to Ben and Jerry's, man. We Those got Wendy's guys. too. Wendy's man, yeah, four for four still going hard, man. Four for four still going hard. It came out. It came out not too long ago that apparently Wendy's, the CEO, was donating to Donald Trump's campaign, and I looked into that, and he released a statement saying that he never has, and never will donate to a presidential campaign. Yeah, that was just like a misinformation, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they made a pledge to donate five hundred thousand dollars of their own money, not from employee donations, not from not from donations of their own money to the different causes and they're going to share their receipts. And that's something that I like. I don't like when companies say, let's donate by using your donations. Donate to us so we can donate. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're not really using your money. It's not coming out of your pocket. You know, you're not really contributing anything. I am. You know what I mean? Of course, of course, man. There's always so the fact some, that they're using their own money, I like that a lot. There's always some good getting lost in all the, all the media hype, you know. So we're going to shout out to these good guys. Shout out to – give a quick shout out to Bernie, man. Bernie Sanders, you know. There you go. Guy, he was – he always, you, can, you can remember those pictures he had again the rest at those earlier protests. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how we know who really got us back. You know, like, what, what was the groundwork you put in before? What was the groundwork you put in before all this happened? You know, that's, right. how, that's how we know. <clears throat> and what is the groundwork you're going to put on, you know, after this? Because we're still going to be watching after this is all said and done. Like, don't think because we're not protesting, we're not looking at you all. You know what I mean? Of course, of course, of course, man. But we can end it there, man. <clears throat> I think we can. Opinion Factory Podcast. Y'all can find us on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. Wherever YouTube, you find your podcasts. Wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you like, like the video, like the audio, subscribe to the channel. That means a lot to us. It's very easy, very simple to leave do. Leave a comment. Well. Also leave a comment. I really want to know what you guys think. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how do you know who's really who's really like rocking with us? Like rocking with Black Lives Matter. Oh. And if you're not black, if you if you if you're Asian or you know Hispanic or whatever, like I don't, I used to think that, still kind of think this that, you know, one of the bad people like who say this they support us but don't really support us were like the Asian businesses and black communities because of that example that I spoke about earlier with the nail salon beating this black girl 
and her grandmother. Like you can't really say Black Lives Matter and then beat up this elderly woman and her granddaughter Amen. because of some misunderstanding. But <clears throat> there's been some some businesses. Uh, I saw I saw the article. It was a couple of Asian restaurants that got looted, <clears throat> had the windows smashed in, and then they came out with a statement saying, "Before anyone put words in our mouths, Black Lives Matter." You know, they came out saying everything in my store is replaceable. Black lives are not. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with everything that happened, and even though they suffer personally, they still were like, you know what? I respect y'all. I still stand with y'all. Black Lives Matter. Like, that, I can fuck with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're not black, like, that's, a, that's the kind of thing that you can do to show you really support us. You know what I'm saying? All right. Like said, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you see podcasts, mugs will be on sale starting next week. Very nice. Got some more merch. More heat coming for y'all. Share with your friends. We will see y'all next week. <laughs>